Welcome to the awesome pod makes you are listening to Abby. The idea behind this podcast was to talk about how certain movies and TV shows made me feel when I watched them for the very first time. A reputed filmmaker once said, "When a piece of art invokes a similar feeling amidst a large audience, it's the triumph of the filmmaker. That's the magic of cinema." I love the magic of cinema. Today I'll be talking about the film Jawan. The film's screenplay is written by Atli and S Ramanagiri Vasan. The dialogue is by Sumit Arora and the film is directed by Atli. According to my sources, the makers had no plans to release a trailer. They had only strategized to release the preview and the songs after. I think during Ask SRK session on Twitter, the fans requested Shahrukh for Jawan's trailer and he very happily obliged. I was happy with the preview. I knew these were the elements in the film and it kept the audience guessing about the story. It didn't matter for me if they released a trailer or not. I would have gone and watched a Shahrukh Khan film either way. The trailer revealed a lot about the story which kind of lowered my expectations and excitement. I thought the six girls would have some connection with Vikram Rathore's past and that's why they form a team. I didn't know how these girls would connect to Shahrukh's character Azad because they danced together in Zinda Banda in the song promo. I knew the younger Shahrukh's name was Azad because in a blurry shot of the name tag on the uniform the name began with A and ended with D. I went into the movie thinking this was Vikram Rathore's story. The film begins with a beautiful gorge The camera glides over and the text appears near the India border a child with his mother by the waterfall spots a body floating in the river they rescue the wounded body dripping with blood on their horse the village medic applies salve and plasters him in bandages from head to toe we see a lion head tattoo over a shield with two cross swords on the wounded guy's forearm the text on the tattoo says agni We see a shot of the wounded guy's eye and a few glimpses of his past. A few months later, the villagers are celebrating the festival of their deity. Suddenly, people with star insignia on their uniforms start attacking the villagers. The medic prays to their deity to show himself and save them. The bandaged man in his moon knight-esque avatar comes to the villagers' rescue. The enemy lights the wounded man's bandages on fire. As the fire slowly burns away the bandages the face is dramatically revealed it's shahrukh khan in all his glory toward the end of the fight shahrukh holds the spear and crushes the head of the enemy with his foot he's striking a pose similar to that of the villagers deity the villagers call him their savior shahrukh with a scar on his forehead reveals that he doesn't remember who he is A young boy promises him that he would figure out his identity once he grows up. Boy, that's going to take a long time. Speaking of which, 30 years later, Mumbai 6:30 a.m., a blue line metro train departs from Versova toward Ghatkopar. The six women are introduced. Kalki the darling, Janvi the composer, she's the one who smuggles the weapons inside the metro in her guitar case with the help of Helena the techie. Then we have Lakshmi the mother who helps Alia buy the metro ticket and we have Iram the doctor and Ishkra the artist the metro is commandeered when it passes a tunnel after Marol a well built police officer throws a wrench in their plans Shahrukh overpowers him and unveils his face removing the bandaged mask on the side of Shahrukh's head the tattoo reads ma 
जगत जननी माँ मीन्स मदर जगत मीन्स वर्ल्ड जननी मीन्स मदर जगत जननी टूगेदर मीन्स मदर ऑफ द वर्ल्ड सो द टैटू इज सेंग मदर वर्ल्ड मदर If they had put ma on one side and Jagat Janani on the other I would not have felt so odd I was wondering if they were going for mother is world mother Shahrukh ties the police officer to the metro passenger pole I was like this is the child from the flashback all grown up he promised to find out the identity of the wounded guy in their village Narmada Rai the head of force one steps in to negotiate with Shahrukh Shahrukh demands the agriculture minister answer his questions to save the hostages lives. The agriculture minister can't even make an educated guess. Shahrukh gives him another chance. He demands approximately 40000 crores, 77 lakhs to let go of the hostages. Alia the girl who stick at Lakshmi bought is the daughter of Kali. Kali is a weapons dealer. When Alia calls her dad he's busy attending a collector's funeral he killed the night before. We see a red pill blue pill box in Kali's intro scene. It's a reference to the Matrix. The collector refuses to sanction Kali's plans because he cannot let another Bhopal gas tragedy occur. Kali forces the collector to eat the red pill and it kills him. Kali is a ruthless businessman and a cold-blooded killer. When Kali receives Alia's call he agrees to make the ransom payment. Kali's daughter Alia accuses Shahrukh and his squad of being cheat and robbers. In their defense Shahrukh narrates Kalki's backstory. He reveals how Kalki's farmer father was embarrassed by the government officials and pushed to commit suicide. It's a heart-wrenching story, but it's not just a story, it's the reality of a lot of farmers. Shahrukh tells Alia that he has a special message for her father. The moment he is about to say his name the screen cuts to the text Shahrukh Khan. Narmada Rai is aided by the IISG to catch hold of the people who commandeered the metro. Shahrukh and his squad distribute the bandaged masks to the metro passengers. The squad spray paints the metro windows. They fire bullets at IISG with a remote controlled weapon. and they blast off a nearby building to create chaos and escape narmada finds a mannequin covered in bandages with a mouthpiece and a remotely operated gun she sends the bandages for forensic testing i didn't understand why narmada was summoned to kali's place and why was she answerable to him just because kali paid the ransom amount in this scene we learn that kali's brother-in-law is the health minister Alia delivers Shahrukh's message revealing the name of the person behind the metro incident Vikram Rathore the six women discreetly return to the Belamwara women's prison it is now revealed that Shahrukh is the jailer of the same prison his name is Azad and he was masquerading as Vikram Rathore the united nations has awarded the belamwara prison for its incredible work making prosthetic limbs stitching school uniforms for the government school kids and radio programming during his term in the last 8 years these women have been rehabilitated and never returned to the world of crime the date on the board behind azad reads 23rd june 2022 the song zinda banda begins my favorite lines from the song are Sabar shukar zinda ho banda ho zinda ho tadpan rangare dhadkan angare 
तनुमन गंगारे जिंदा बंदा हो The director Atli makes a cameo in the song. The song really is a blast to watch on the big screen. When I researched the meaning behind the Tamil song Vanda Idam, my mind was blown. If I am not mistaken, the song paints Azad's character as Lion King. Damn, this makes me want to watch this movie in Tamil as well. In the next scene when we see Azad, he addresses his foster mother as Kaveri Amma. It's a reference to Shah Rukh's movie Swadesh. In the later scenes in a public address the health minister brags about his fantastic work for the government hospitals in reality he has done nothing everything he's saying is a blatant lie he goes on to claim that if anyone shoots him they can take him to a government hospital for treatment i was like just shoot him already he's asking for it literally the casting director mukesh chhabra makes a cameo as the health minister's secretary One of the six women from Azad's squad shoots the health minister. Two ambulances arrive at the scene. The squad uses the blast as a diversion and takes the health minister in their ambulance. We see an ambulance pass by a milestone that reads Haripur 1 km. When Narmada steps in to negotiate, she assumes Vikram will ask for more money. Vikram clarifies that all he wants is the truth that transpired on 27th of February a year ago. He wants the former dean of Haripur Government Hospital to reveal the truth. Kid suffering from encephalitis died due to shortage of oxygen. Dr. Eram was falsely incarcerated. Even this backstory is based on the false incarceration of Kafil Khan. The former dean accepts full blame for the incident. The truth is out and Eram's name is cleared. Vikram demands the health ministry upgrade the government hospitals with state of the art equipment in 5 hours. They counter argue saying 5 hours is too less. Vikram says they had 10 years. He's giving them an extension of 5 hours. All of Vikram's demands are fulfilled. Shahrukh sports a very phantom of the opera like burnt mask during the escape scene from the hospital. Narmada almost succeeds in thwarting their escape plan and even grabs Azad's mask. While she sends that mask to the forensics, she suspects Vikram Rathore is not an old man. The forensic results were useless and even the metro passengers were of no help. The police officer from the metro incident is also missing. We see a shot where Zuzu the police officer is tearing off a page from a file. Everyone is singing Vikram Rathore's praises everyone is his fan the best graphic artist from the department is called to sketch out Vikram Rathore's face they have half a reference image with bandaged mask Vikram Rathore has never appeared on screen his face is either scrambled on video or masked on CCTV footage Kali visits Russia for his dream project Mr D a bean like guy with breathing apparatus and a jaguar agrees to invest 80% in Kali's dream project. He warns Kali that it's mafia's money. Mr D threatens Kali that he won't be able to fathom what they would do to him if he doesn't deliver on his promise. I was trying to piece together how Irani managed to get the sketch made that resembled Azad and pinned all the crimes on him. When Narmada learns the truth she feels betrayed. She doesn't want Azad to bring Suji into their argument. Narmada shoots Azad in the shoulder. How did Kali's brother Manish get the information on Azad? The six women from the prison are on a call with Azad when Azad and Narmada get attacked. 
Kali's brother Manish captures and tortures Narmada and Azad. He shoots Narmada in the arm. Helena tracks Azad's location and all the six women from the prison come to his rescue. They are waiting for the right time to go in and save Azad and Narmada. Vikram Rathor arrives at the scene in the nick of time to save Azad. How? How did he know where Azad was kept hostage? Zuzu the police officer brings Vikram Rathor to Azad. I told you Zuzu was the kid from 30 years ago. The question again is how did Zuzu know where to find Azad? Vikram's memories are not triggered even after seeing his son who's a spitting image of himself. He says he understands but he's devoid of any feeling. Feeling betrayed Narmada enters the prison disguised as a convict. It's a ploy to get the six girls talking. She's already learned about Iram, Kalki and Helena because she saw their faces when they came to rescue her and Azad. Narmada suspects that all the six women might be in the same barrack. When she enters the barrack bleeding, she complains that Azad used her for his missions. She's been put behind the bars for being Azad's accomplice. Lakshmi understands and sympathizes with Narmada. To put things in perspective, Lakshmi narrates Azad's backstory. Usually in Atli's movies his flashbacks are complete movies by themselves. My favorite flashback of Atli's films before Jawan is Mursal. In Mursal it was Vetri Maran and Ashwarya's story. In this movie it's about Vikram and Ashwarya. The flashback begins in Barnala, Punjab in 1986. Vikram is a part of a special ops squad called Agni and they have a lion head tattoo with a shield and two cross swords. Vikram and his team are sent to rescue 40 truck drivers and the remaining of the 27 soldiers. Those soldiers MI436 guns malfunctioned which is why they were captured. These weapons malfunctioning is similar to what we saw in Rangde Basanti. Vikram manages to rescue the 40 truck drivers the other soldiers but loses a member of his squad. After returning from the mission Vikram files a complaint against the weapons manufacturer. In the army court Kali blames the soldiers for not reading the manual before operating the weapon. Vikram proves Kali wrong by giving a demo in the army court. The army chief cancels their contract with Kali. Vikram comes home to his wife Ashwarya and his dog Rio. Rio is shot by Kali's henchmen. I was like you shouldn't have done that. John Wick went to despicable lengths to exact revenge over his dog's death. Though this flashback is set between 1986 and 1992 because 30 years from 1992 is 2022 the date of the United Nations award ceremony was 23rd June 2022 but I'm getting ahead of time Kali's men inject some green sedative into Vikram's veins Vikram tries to fight them off but the sedative kicks in and he loses consciousness Kali's men take Vikram away Inside the house we see Ashwarya regaining consciousness so the henchmen had also knocked her out they want Ashwarya to cooperate and sign a piece of paper that paints Vikram Rathor as a traitor the officer offers her a pen and i was like she's going to use this pen and stab you in the neck that's exactly what she does she then uses the gun covered in plastic wrap to shoot the guards Ashwarya is imprisoned for the murder of the officer and the two guards Kali visits Ashwarya in the Belamwada prison. Now there is a flashback within a flashback. 
Kali reveals how he shot Vikram five times and threw him off a moving plane across the border. Vikram drops straight into the river, hitting his head over the rocks underwater, hence the memory loss. Kali explains in excruciating detail how Ishwarya would feel when she would be hanged. It is understandable that Kaveri must have narrated this incident to Azad when he grew up. On the day of Ishwarya's hanging, she faints. The doctors reveal that she is pregnant. Her hanging is rescheduled for the day after her child turns five. When Azad is born, the prisoners celebrate. The shot with the baby is reminiscent of Rafiki holding Simba in The Lion King. When Azad turns five, Ashwarya makes him promise to clear his father Vikram Rathor's name. Post-flashback, Irani's revelation was quite a shocker. Because he was already working for Kali, he's the one who leaks the information about the sketch to Kali's brother Manish. Kali orders Irani to kill Narmada and her daughter Suji. When Vikram arrives at the scene to rescue Suji, he throws his bike at the car like Steve Rogers in Avengers Age of Ultron. Vikram loves to throw his bike at cars and set them on fire. Back at the prison, Irani aims to shoot at Narmada. Lakshmi leaps forward and takes the bullet meant for Narmada. We don't get to see Lakshmi's backstory, just some snippets of how she tries to save the kids from a gas leak but fails. Even the locket she sports belongs to one of the kids she couldn't save. This incident cannot be the Bhopal gas tragedy as it happened in 1984, though the Bhopal gas tragedy has been mentioned twice in the film. For Azad's next mission, Narmada joins in Lakshmi's place. In the following action sequence, when Azad swings inside the trailer kicking the driver, it reminded me of a young Harrison Ford from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Azad succeeds in stealing Kali's election money. Narmada, Kalki and other prison women succeed in capturing EV machines. Vikram and his Agni squad create a diversion so Azad could escape with the election money. Vikram and his squad are cornered by Kali's henchmen over a cliff. In the next scene, when I see them captured, I was like, how did this happen? Did they surrender without a fight? The following morning at 6, Vikram makes a live appearance on TV. The Balamwada women's prison is under his control and Vikram has some demands. He needs a negotiator on behalf of the system by 10. Kali is confused seeing the live telecast. How is this even possible? Kali tries to check if Vikram is sporting a lifelike mask as Tom Cruise from the Mission Impossible franchise. One of the Agni squad members refer to Azad as Simba and Vikram as Mufasa. It's a reference to the 2019 Hindi version of The Lion King, where Shah Rukh voiced Mufasa. I hope he returns to voice Mufasa when the prequel comes out. Outside Belamwara prison, Sanjadat arrives as the negotiator. He plays Madhvan Nayak. His first line of dialogue is, Nayak nahi, khal nayak this is a reference to the title track of the 1993 film Khalnayak where Sanjadat played the titular character. We learn that Azad has been the jailer of Belamwara prison for over 12 years. He has placed landmines all around the prison boundary. Madhwan Nayak doesn't take Vikram's warning seriously. He throws stones around the boundary and the landmines go boom. He commands everyone to move back. Azad and the team send out Suji with two of the many EV machines that they have in possession because they know no one would shoot a little girl. 
the entire monologue where azad addresses the nation to hold people in power accountable is the need of the hour for this message alone i need to applaud the makers for reminding the citizens to question the system it's a commendable effort I know the solutions shown in the film come across as easy and quick but I am hopeful that someday it happens just as smoothly the makers have used the medium of cinema not just to entertain but also shed light on issues that concern everyone during the climactic fight when kali mocks the father son union by saying now they'll play an emotional song it was really funny later vikram refers to murad as bahubali It's a reference to SS Rajamouli's 2015 and 2017 films Bahubali. It's great to cut away from the emotional tension to humor. Phase 3 Marvel movies were the perfect example of that. I just love them. Vijay Sethupati comes across effortless in his portrayal of Kali. Kali meets the same fate he once described for Aishwarya. It's called poetic justice. So the story of Jawan was a flip on Akri Rasta and Indian slash Hindustani. Indian was the original Tamil title and Hindustani was the Hindi version of the same. In both these films Akri Rasta and Indian the father played the role of the vigilante. Atli is big on father son themes in his films. My favorite father son portion from previous Atli's films is Bigel. Michael wants to bring the football cup for his father. But as he's leaving on the train his father Rayapan is assassinated right before his eyes. Michael gets off the train. Michael chooses the path his father never wanted him to take. Coming back to Jawan, I thoroughly enjoyed the film. I forgot there exists a world outside. I understand we didn't get to see all of the six women's backstories because of the film's runtime. Some backstories had to be edited out. I would really like to see those backstories either in a spin-off movie or a prequel. In the mid-credit scene Madhavan Nayak informs Azad that the money they stole has been sent to the factory. Maybe it's an important detail. Azad's next mission involves the Swiss bank. This suggests that a sequel might be in the works. I have to give a special mention for the fantastic VFX work by Retrilis VFX. Anirudh's background score works better than the film's soundtrack for me. Maybe the songs will grow on me. When Shah Rukh is on screen, I can't take my eyes off him. And when there were two Shah Rukhs on screen, I couldn't focus on the end credits. I apologize for my behavior, though I always insist on watching all the credits from the beginning till the end. I was distracted by Shah Rukh Khan. I would love the Russo brothers to work with Shah Rukh Khan. Their movies have great action, great emotion and great dialogue. Even their action is character motivated. My humble request to all the filmmakers who would work with Shah Rukh in the future, please show me his eyes in a nice close up. His eyes are the windows to his soul. That is what makes me fall in love with him over and over again. Whenever I see a new trailer of his film and his eyes are not shown properly, I get mighty disappointed. Don't get me wrong, he looks incredibly handsome in those shades and sunglasses, but I want to see those pretty eyes. Do me a favor and show me those mesmerizing sets of eyes in a beautiful close-up. Please, pretty please. You can listen to the awesome pod mix and subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts and Good Pods. If you like what I'm doing, you can support me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash awesomepodmix. 
Thanks for listening.